The state Democratic Party chair says Trump's visit on Juneteenth is an insult. New occupants could move into the Sandridge building and Dead Center Film Festival kicks off. For The Oklahoman, I'm Paige Dillard. Today is Thursday, June 11th. President Donald Trump will be making a stop in the Sooner State later this month. The president will be in Tulsa next week. But the date and the location of the campaign rally is being viewed as an insult. The Oklahoman's Chris Castile explains. President Donald Trump made the surprise announcement this week that he had chosen Tulsa as a city in which he will resume his campaign rallies, which have been paused because of the coronavirus. Trump told reporters in Washington that Oklahoma had done a great job in slowing the spread of the virus, and Governor Kevin Stitt and other Republicans said they were honored by the president's decision. But the president's visit comes not just amid the coronavirus, but amid a national reckoning about race relations and excessive force used by police. The president chose June 19th for his visit to Tulsa. That is Juneteenth, a holiday observing the end of slavery. And Trump's rally is expected to be held not far from Greenwood, the site of the 1921 massacre of African-Americans by white mobs. Alicia Andrews, an African-American who lives in Tulsa and is chair of the Oklahoma Democratic Party, said Thursday that she viewed Trump's visit as an insult. I am extremely disappointed in the level of sensitivity uh, that is being displayed um, for a visit to be scheduled between him and our governor for a visit to be scheduled as our uh, COVID-19 numbers are beginning to take a tick to visit, um, the, to visit the site of the uh, worst race massacre in our nation's history on Juneteenth. It's more than insensitive. It is almost like he's thumbing his nose. It's almost as it's, it feels like an insult, like a deliberate insult at worst. And it's insensitive and unthinking and calculated at best. How have how um, people in Tulsa that, that you've been talking to and, and throughout the state, but particularly in Tulsa, been been reacting to this? I mean, is there just kind of shock? Intense. In rage would be a bit of an exaggeration, but intense. Very, very, very upset because it's the fact that he chose that date. The fact that he will be a mile, mile and a half from Greenwood um, feels deliberate. The fact that he hasn't reached out, uh, his campaign hasn't reached out to any of our uh, community leaders of color. So even if he wanted to pretend, even if he, uh, even if he wanted to pretend that this was in recognition of, in commemoration of. How about you reach out to some of our African-American leaders in the community? He's not done that. And so this is absolutely a, I will do whatever I want to. I do not need to show any deference. I do not need to respect uh, our African-American community at all. Oklahoma City Mayor David Holt said Councilwoman Nikki Nice would co-chair a task force to develop a proposal for a human rights commission. Bill Crum reports membership of the task force, meetings, reports, and other details are still to be decided. Advocates of the idea said Tuesday that 68 other cities, one of which is Tulsa, have similar commissions and urged Oklahoma City to become the 68th. Holt noted the city previously had a human rights commission, but it was disbanded in 1996 by a narrow margin by the city council over objections of then-Mayor Ron Norick. 
data released by federal and state agencies show initial claims, as well as the number of people being aided by unemployment, have slightly declined week over week. In Oklahoma, more than 150,000 residents were receiving continued compensation through its unemployment program during the week that ended on May 30th. Nationally, about one and a half million people filed initial claims during that week, and that number was down from the previous week. The Sandridge Building could be home to state offices. The governing board of the Oklahoma Commissioners of Land Office voted Thursday to approve the $35 million purchase of the 29-story structure. According to the Oklahomans' Randy Ellis, state agencies expected to move into the space include the Department of Health, the Department of Environmental Quality, Department of Tourism, the Tax Commission, the Water Resources Board, Department of Labor, and the Department of Mines. The commissioners of land office have been looking for a location where it could either construct or buy a building for state office complex since February. The Dead Center Film Festival kicked off today, but this year's format is a little different. The 20th annual event will not only be virtual, but it also boasts the longest run and largest number of films in its history. Immediately started diving into what are what do we have on hand that we can can make something work, kind of MacGyver it a little bit. And um, fortunately, at the same time, the Film Festival Alliance that I'm on um, started actively having programming for all film festivals around the world who were also grappling with, I may have a film festival in the fall or spring or whenever. Um, so all of those resources kind of became came together and it, it made it really easy to see the path that we needed to take we were always, always convinced that we were going to have a festival. We just didn't know what it was going to look like. Uh, we felt like in June, we, people were going to need something regardless of whether or not we were able to be out. Um, and fortunately, film is kind of one of those things that can go wherever with you now. This year's festival runs through June 21st. You can purchase tickets and learn more about this year's event by visiting deadcenterfilm.org. That's all for today's podcast. Stay with The Oklahoman and oklahoman.com for the latest news and information. For The Oklahoman, I'm Paige Dillard.